ahead and KJ here off the top to just let you know that we've been having some issues with our technical side of our recordings and hopefully they're fixed now, but this episode got a little rough in some spots and there was just only so much that I could do to save it. But hopefully the problem's fixed now and in the following episodes we won't be having this problem quite so much. of opinions podcast episode number 33 favorite albums i'm kj and i use she her pronouns i'm faith and i also use she her pronouns and i'm moira and my pronouns are she her as well and before we get into the episode we're going to do some recommendations who has recommendations this week mine are pretty sad i only have one (laughs) i it's 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 hard it's i've been so bad at doing like watching new things lately yeah but Billie eilish just came out with a new song called Your Power. It's so good. It's so beautiful. It's so emotional and oh, just my heart. It's so good. So definitely recommend that. That's so good. And that's all I have. (laughs) (laughs) My recommendation overlaps with last week as well. I recommended Castle and that's all I've been doing this week. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that. Yeah, I recommend that again. And I also recommend Eliza Schelsinger's comedy series and then comedy specials. Oh, I love her. Uh, I love her so much. I watched a clip of that today and that reminded me. (laughs) Amazing. As you can tell, we're on a real transitional period of life because nobody's watching anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I literally have just been watching Supernatural with Faith. Um, That's the only TV I've literally watched um, in the last like two weeks. Um, it's just been incredible watching Supernatural with Faith on Watch yep. Party. <laughs> so incredible. Oh my goodness. Like, if it wasn't for this podcast and Amazon Watch Party, like, I don't yeah. even know how we would be fine. It would be hard. It would be hard. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's really all I've been doing. I just moved, so I've been really busy yes. packing, and now I'm unpacking, and Yeah, we're all thing. brain dead from, uh, from school, from <laughs> yeah. school spending, yeah. and, and, and moving, so. Yeah, Moya and I are starting school again, so. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. But anyway, our main topic this week is some of our favorite albums, which was one of those topics that sounded really fun and easy when we wrote it down, and it ended up being way more difficult <laughs> to do. Um, I think Faith is going to start us off. Yes, I will start off. My favorite album is 1989 by Taylor Swift, of course. This was a really tough choice. I was telling KJ and Moira that the only way I could even choose was by, like, going through each Taylor Swift album and writing down, like, songs that I couldn't live without. <laughs> and then picking that. the one that had the most <laughs> songs that I couldn't live without. So it was really tough between this and Evermore. But I picked 1989 because of, like, nostalgia and its impact on me, which I'll get. I uh, also almost picked Evermore. Like, I... <laughs> Evermore is so, so hard. Good. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's purely because of nostalgia that I went with this one. It's a big deal that I even considered not doing the album that I did. Yeah. <laughs> but, Absolutely. Uh, man, I'm really excited to hear about 1989 because it is a really good album. It's very oh, solid. So yes. good. So, oh, so good. So 1989 is Taylor Swift's fifth album. It was released October 27th, 2014 through Big Machine Records, Barf. After releasing Red in 2012, lots of people weren't really sure of her presence in the pop world after switching from being uh, purely country. There were lots of doubts, but this album shifted her sound and her image from country all the way over to mainstream pop, like fully 
She was fully now a respected pop artist. She got Max Martin to co-produce this album with her and name the album after the year she was born to represent her rebirth as an artist. The album appeared on several lists of the best albums of the 2010s and featured in Rolling Stone's 2020 revision of the 500 greatest albums of all time. At the 58th Grammy Awards in 2016, 1989 won Album of the Year and Best Pop Vocal Album, making Taylor the first female solo artist to win Album of the Year twice. Which she then went on to do a third time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just, like, friggin' breaking records. Oh, that's our girl. 1989 was, of course, also a huge commercial success. In the U.S., Taylor became the first artist to have three albums to sell over one million copies within their first week of release. It spent 11 weeks on top of the Billboard 200 and received a platinum certification from the Recording Industry Association of America. It also earned multi-platinum certifications in Australia, Canada, and the UK, and has sold 10 million copies worldwide. So that was a lot of <laughs> jargon, <laughs> but I think it shows kind of how monumental the, the mm-hmm. album was and how many records it just like absolutely smashed. It was such a hit, not just in the US, like all over. So as far as my favorite and least favorite songs, my favorite song is New Romantics. It's one of my top three favorite Taylor Swift songs of all time. Just really resonates with me. I love the lyrics. I love how like how much imagery it conveys. I just absolutely love that song so much. It's one of my all-time faves. Um, and my least favorite song was really hard because they're all kind of they're all special <laughs> to me. <laughs> but I put Shake It Off just because that hurts songs, me, babe. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just because it's so, it was so overplayed on the radio, and it was like one of her. I should have looked it up. Is it her first single from this album? I'm such a fraud. It just was like, I listened to it way too much, and the radio played it too much, so now it's just That's like... That's fair. One I mean, of my... Those are valid, but I'm just saying that Dean Winchester himself disagrees with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, You fair. haven't gotten that far yet, but it's literal canon that Dean Winchester likes Shake It Off, so... Wow. My heart... <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know what to do with that information. <laughs> I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I am saying that you are wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. No, I'll take it. But yeah, out of all of these great songs that mean so much to me, that's the one that I go to probably least. No, that's valid. Uh, I mean, there's so many good songs on 1989. I can understand so, that. So many. But yeah, it hurt me. It hurt me to choose that. I'm not sure. I'm not even sure what I would have picked, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as its impact on me, when this album came out, I was 14 and just starting grade nine slash just starting high school for anyone who doesn't live in Canada. It was, of course, this is a stressful time that put a lot of pressure on me to start thinking of like what you're going to do with your life. And then Taylor came out with this really fun album that you could just, like, jam to. It was super freeing to listen to and gave me this excitement for what was to come next in my life. Welcome to New York made me look forward to traveling. New Romantics taught me to dance when people tear you down. I listened to this song through so many of my worst and best moments in high school, and it totally accompanied me through that part of my life. And I spent just hours and hours and hours listening to each syllable and each note in every song. 
Yeah, it was like your main high school album too. Like, I yeah. think Reputation came off when you were in grade 12 and like 1989 came when you were in grade 9. So like 1989 like, carried you through high school. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Through such a huge part in anybody's life, like mm-hmm. high school where you develop so much, it was just totally like the soundtrack of my high school. Any art project that I could pick the topic of, it was always this album. I did so much, so many art projects that were based off of like photos and music videos and lyrics from this album. Whenever my family would go on trips together, we would often have to drive across a bridge. And for those who don't know me, I'm really, really afraid of heights. And so this album would be like my comfort. I would just like put my head down, not look out the window, and my parents would put on this album. So it was like my happy place in this like dramatic, emotional (laughs) teenage life. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. There's also like KJ kind of said, the album that I spent the most time with, Reputation, wouldn't come out until late 2017. So I was getting getting ready to graduate in about six months at at the time that Reputation came out. Mm -hmm. So this album, The Tiller Wrote, like I said, during transitioning into adulthood was with me while I was transitioning into adulthood. And then this is also the first album I could wholeheartedly relate to in a way because I'd never been in a relationship, never been in love. So 1989 gave me all of these themes of emotion and pain and confidence and dreams that I could feel like more deeply than I think I could feel with the other albums. Mm-hmm. So why it is the best album? This album embodies the time in your life that all the drama and heartbreak just fades away and all you're left with is yourself. It's, of course, so well written. I love all the songs on it. It was so hard to pick a least favorite. <laughs> Taylor just experiments with writing songs outside of her norm uh, and outside of her comfort zone. Blank Space is one of my faves, uh, and it pokes fun at how uh, the media views her and how it talks about her. It is intentionally kind of 80s-esque, and it uses, like, poppy hooks and beats to tell a story create emotion and just embodies you know anxiety repetition desperation anger passion like so many different emotions all the way through the album and even though on the surface it's not as say emotionally raw as like red is has so many layers to it and every song on it could be a standalone single i think and it's such a good album it's so so good it means so much to me and just totally carried me through high school and that's why 1989 to me is the best album that's amazing Moyer's gonna go next because I also picked a Taylor Swift album and we wanted to break that shit up. Yeah, Taylor Swift Swift sandwich here. I had planned not to do a Taylor Swift album. Like, I I was like, okay, look, that is my favorite album, but, like, I'm gonna pick one that isn't. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm gonna pick a second Mm -hmm. favorite that isn't Taylor Swift, and um, Mm -hmm. that's not apparently possible for me. (laughs) Fair. Honestly, Um, fair. I could yeah. not pick a Taylor it, it Swift was, album. It was really hard. And then honestly, all of my all of my like runner up choices were also Taylor Swift albums. So same, I'm glad Moira was able to pick one <laughs> to be strong Swift. for us and yeah. pick one. So my I'm really excited literal, to hear what you pick. Yeah, my literal favorite album is Fearless by Taylor Swift, but we just talked about it, so <laughs> I don't need to talk about <laughs> it. Did. A whole episode about it. So. I've chosen another different album, so I'm going to talk about the Hunter Brothers album called Getaway. 
Ooh. This was their debut album that was released in 2017. The Hunter Brothers are a band made up of five brothers from Saskatchewan, Canada. That's so many siblings. Amazing. Yeah. There's so many. There's so many children to feed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at least they all came out talented. Yes, that's yeah, true. Well, is there another brother that's not in the band? Like the Jonas's or um No nope. Who's another like band family with like one oh like the Hemsworths have another brother that's not an actor or like, <laughs> is there a non talented one? <laughs> No, but I was super confused when I saw them in concert and there were six people on stage because what? I have another guitarist <laughs> okay. that comes oh. and plays concerts with them. Fun. And one of their friends, so. A bonus one. <laughs> yeah. Extra people. Like Cass um, is like the third Winchester. Yep. yep. Exactly. Uh, they're a country band, but Canadian country, so I love it a little bit more. <laughs> um. So, my favorite song from the album is Born and Raised. Um, It was, like, my introduction to the band, and it's just, like, a fun song about being raised in a rural area. And, you know, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a little relatable for us, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My least favorite is not, like, I don't actually dislike it. It's just the one that I listen to the least, Mm -hmm. and it's called Lighters. And it's just because it's a slower song, and I don't usually listen to slower songs. It amazes me that we're all friends. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Right. We have a lot in common. We also have a lot not in common. Mm -hmm. And that is a big one that Moyer and I do not have in common. Yeah. Which is great, you know? So, like, its impact on me is basically, like, it was my rediscovery of Canadian country music and stuff. Um, so it came out in 2017, which was, like, grade 12-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I listened to the album, and then I saw them in concert, like, two weeks later. That's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. Kind of amazing, like, actually. That I listened amazing. to them because I was going to see them perform. That's amazing. And so they're very good live, <laughs> I've got to say. <laughs> like, I got to listen to them do that, and... I started listening to a lot of Canadian country, and that's like 90% of the country music that I listen to now, and it started right around that time when I listened to their music for the first time, which is really fun. Yeah, that's so fun. Like, why is it the best album? Because I said so. (laughs) (laughs) And, no, it's a really good, like, country band and really good country music that I, I can actually enjoy without some of the themes of country music that I don't actually get to enjoy because they're not actually nice or anything. But, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. But this one's really good, and I really enjoy it. So I love that. That's so fun. I didn't expect to for you guys to pick any albums that I wouldn't know. So I'm really excited I'm going to listen to that. Yay! Yeah, I love that. When well, you're inspired you to listen to a new album. That's yeah, a, that's, that's amazing. so exciting. <laughs> I expected to just know Everything. whatever you guys were going to yeah. pick. So that's amazing. There's so much music out there in the world. Honestly, uh, I'm surprised about the kind of music that I listen to sometimes. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's nice that everyone else can be surprised with the types of music that we're listening to. I mean, I'm about to do, like, a really predictable one for me. But. <laughs> yeah, um, that's fair. But, but it's good to be it's, surprised. 
Yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's good to be predictable, too. Yeah, yeah. that's too. I love that that's your second favorite album. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's me, then. I guess that, yeah. you know, that's how this works. Yes. <laughs> good job, Moya. Like I said, pretty predictable this week. I've, I've definitely even talked about this several times on the podcast. <laughs> I think everybody knows what I picked. <laughs> <laughs> but I picked Reputation by Taylor Swift. It's her sixth studio album. It came out on November 10th, 2017. It's her last album with Big Machine Records. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a comeback album after the 1989 era, and the squad kind of crumbled under the Kimmy drama that happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once again, we don't need to go into the full Kimmy drama. I know if you found this podcast, you're capable of using Google, and you can look up what happened <laughs> for yourself. <laughs> it's, it's a long story. I don't want to, to explain it all. <laughs> I don't feel like going back there. <laughs> it's also the first album with Dana Joe Alwyn, who she has remained with for the last, like, five years that have happened since then. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all indication says that they're um, they're really happy together, and that makes me happy. Agreed. This seems to be, like, the real deal, and she's definitely described it as, like, the real thing for the first time in interviews yeah. and stuff like that. So, like, this was a different type of, I think, love album in the parts that were love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as is typical for Taylor, it was an entirely different sound than anything we'd ever heard from her before. Look What You Made Me Do is the, like, lead single that came out in, like, August before the album came out in November and like it like broke the internet. The internet yes. broke. <laughs> yeah. They were like, what is happening? Who is this? This isn't Taylor. <laughs> yeah, people were were mega shook. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. And not necessarily in like a good way or a bad way shook, just shook. <laughs> yeah, just 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 shook. People weren't mad. People weren't like excited. They were just like in shock. <laughs> and it's it's a really interesting album. It's edgy, but it remains vulnerable, and it's angry, but it still contains some really beautiful love stories. It's a real like encompassing, <laughs> all encompassing experience to listen mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I listened to it today, like from start to finish, which I you know I do a lot when the album first comes out, but I don't always do a lot you know, down the line, you know, like right. six months later, and now we're, like, several years later, and, like, it's been a while since I just, like, listened from, like, Ready For It to New Year's Day, and just mm-hmm. appreciated the album as a whole, and I think you should definitely do that more often with, oh, like, the older Taylor Swift albums. If, if the re-records of do- are doing nothing else for us, yeah, it's a one-to-the-end album listen. <laughs> yes, for sure. On all of the old albums. So my favorite song, uh, we definitely talked about this when we did our Taylor Swift episode, mm-hmm. it's my favorite Taylor Swift <laughs> song of all time, is Dancing With Our Hands Tied. It is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I read a thing that Taylor Swift said in an, either an interview or a secret session that she wrote this song um, one of the first times that she was seen by the paparazzi after her year away, mm-hmm. and um, she like gained weight after like her eating disorder, and people like the paparazzi were really really awful to her, and she was like she like tried to break up with Joe, and he was like I'm not breaking up with you, and she wrote this song, and I don't know if that's totally true. I literally read like a text post on Tumblr, someone had screenshotted detailing this story, but if that's true, then. You know, that's an extra context for the song, I guess. But I just think it's a really beautiful song. Yeah, for sure. It's so good. So good. Um, I think lyrically it's really nice. I think Samwise, I think it's really underappreciated on the album as a whole. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I meant to look up there's this dude on TikTok. I actually have another recommendation. Um, let me see if I can <laughs> find him. So yeah, there's this guy on TikTok. I'm going to do a quick little mid, mid-segment recommendation. Um, <laughs> Maddie Brewtunes. Um, he owns, like, a brewery or, like, a restaurant or something. I don't really know. He, uh, he's a brewer, it says right in his bio. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, he's been posting videos of him. He's like newly discovered Taylor Swift, and people are like, "Listen to this song and listen to this song," and he's just like reacting to them. That's so amazing! Oh, I, I love that so, so much. Exciting. And um, he is into it. He is like fully into it. Um, all too well, like shook him. Oh, <laughs> can you imagine? I can't even imagine listening to All Too Well for the first time. Cause it's been so long. I'm gonna send his profile to both of you. Um, yes, please do. Yes, right now. Cause that is my favorite Taylor Swift song of all time. Even though it's not on 1989, which is interesting. And then my least favorite song. It was really hard to pick least favorites. Um, I kind of did too, but like then after today, I like listened to the full album. And I kind of changed my mind, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I picked two. Um, I picked Gorgeous, and then I also picked Call It What You Want. And I've never really been a big fan of Call It What You Want. Mm-hmm. But I think it's kind of beautiful. Like, it's a really beautiful love story. There's a love story yeah. reference in it, and mm-hmm. it's, like, clearly about Joe and how happy she is with Joe. And, like, that's kind of hard to not like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Call It What You Want. I, I think my yeah. thing was Call It What You Want was the last single I think uh-huh. we got, or one of the last singles we got before the album came out. And the singles that came before it were Ready For It and Look What You Made Me Do. So I think I was yeah, anticipating yeah. something in that kind of sound, and then Call yeah. It What You Want isn't that kind of sound, it isn't that kind of vibe, and I was really in the mood for that kind of vibe, which is yeah, why I like this. That vibe is why I like this <laughs> album so much. Right. <laughs> but I, it feels wrong. And then, I don't know about Gorgeous, I'm... It's, it's a really good song, honestly. Like, I quote it all the time. I... It, it's not even that I don't like it, it's just that, like, if I had to, like, sk- if I was, like, listening to an album and I had to skip a song on this album for some reason, like, someone's, like, gun to your head, you have to skip one of the songs on this album. <laughs> that would be the one I would pick, I guess. Okay. Um, but it's really not bad. It's uh, it's a good song. It's fun. Um, I-, I don't know why I'm defending it so hard. Well, at the same time, <laughs> saying it's my least favorite. But I am. Um, that's where we are. <laughs> that works. Yeah, totally. I've definitely talked so many times about why rap is my favorite, but... You know, um, it came out right after my birthday, so my physical copy is a gift from my mom, so that adds sentimental value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never really had a full-on rebellion phase when I was a teenager, and I've had, I do have that wildly emotional creative personality emotions going mm-hmm. on, but I'm not a very outwardly emotional person. I need music to help me feel things, mm-hmm. <laughs> and this this has um, been the album that um, has helped me with a lot of anger expression and frustration expression, because it, it's that kind of album. It has that vibe. The only time I've ever seen Taylor Swift in concert was during the Reputation Stadium Tour, and I'm so glad that mm-hmm. Reputation uh, Stadium Tour is on Netflix, and I can relive the feeling of being at the concert every time mm-hmm. I watch it. <laughs> um, that really changed my relationship with a lot of songs. Like, I think uh, King of My Heart probably would have been my least favorite if I hadn't gotten to see this um, it, like, on tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because my relationship with that song totally changed after I saw it, it live. And I'm also, like, a writer, and I like to associate music to characters or scenes, and this album tells such a, like, wide array of different stories. Not the same kind of stories that, like, folklore evermore tells, but, like, a, a wide, vast array of stories, if you will. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And every Taylor Swift song is just masterfully written, like, that's really her thing, but I find there's, like, some real gems on Reputation, some true gems that happen. Obviously, it's the best album because everything I've said up to this point. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, should I just list some of the best tracks on this album without repeating anything I've already mentioned? Like, there's Getaway Car, New Year's Day, Delicate, Ready For It. Like, I don't know. Getaway Car alone. (laughs) I mean, yeah, Getaway Car is one of my all-time favorite songs as well. Yeah. I love it. That song alone um, Mm -hmm. is good. Uh, New Year's Day um, is also, like, 
really well loved, I think, by a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then, like we were saying when uh, we were talking about it, a full three years went by between 1989 and Revolution, and so much about Taylor Swift as a person had like changed as a celebrity. She'd yeah. changed a lot. Her relationship with the media had shifted entirely during the 1989 era. Mm-hmm. She did so much like soul searching and growing, and she took that whole year where no one saw her. It really felt like a different and distinct version of Taylor beyond even just like a new era or a new album. Like, yeah. if you're going to group some albums together, like, I would probably group, like, Debut Fearless Speak Now and then, like, maybe group Red in 1989 together, but I would never group Rep in 1989 together or Rep and yeah. Lover together that like, came after Reputation. Like, I would never group any of those together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's just really different from the album before it and the album after it. And then I just, I pulled some, like, just genius lyrical highlights from this album. Oh, um, I wish I would have did that. Oh, so what a good idea. <laughs> I might not keep all them in just because it's a lot of me, going to be a lot of me reading lyrics, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's Taylor Swift lyrics, so, like, read the whole song, well. please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Look What You Made Me Do, um, I Don't Trust Nobody and Nobody Trusts Me, I'll Be the Actress Starring in Your Bad Dream. Like, that's really good. And then it's immediately followed by, I'm sorry, the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Oh, because she's dead. Oh, Which, the chills that went through my body the first time that I heard that. Oh, my goodness. There was literal screaming and phone throwing happening in my home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that my parents thought I would lost my mind because I was at home. It was summer and I was at home. And, like, I'm pretty sure, like, they literally thought I had gone crazy because, like, <laughs> yeah, whatever works. I bury hatchets to keep maps of where I put them in Endgame. Oh, so good. Like, that's so good. I love that line so much. Mm-hmm. I knew he was a killer first time that I saw him wonder how many girls he had loved and left haunted but if he's a ghost then I could be a phantom holding him for ransom ready for it so good so good like, <laughs> I wish I had more eloquent things to say but yeah. <laughs> they're all so good she's so talented at everything she I does. mean I do have a slight slight critique here of that one um, okay. whereas I was having the impression that could ghost that phantom were synonyms like, they meant the same thing. But maybe that's the point, also, now that I've said that out loud mm-hmm. for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe the point is that if he's a ghost, then she could also be a ghost. But right. ghost doesn't rhyme with ransom, and phantom kind of does, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't want to say ghost I just, place, either. Yeah, and I, I don't know if I've ever seen the word phantom in a song before. Like, I'm sure I have. Like, But it's just, like, not the most commonly used word. But no, I, I definitely I really musical about it. But other than that... Oh, yeah. I mean, that doesn't count. Musicals are the whole thing. <laughs> like, in, like, mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. don't think Obviously, Phantom of the Opera would be an exception. I did not forget that that existed. <laughs> for the record. Um, I just said how great Getaway Car was, but I'm in a getaway car, left you at a motel bar, put the money in the bag, and I stole the keys. That was the last time you ever saw me. I mean, incredible. Like control A, all the the, the getaway car <laughs> lyrics. Like every so lyric in getaway car is good. Um, yeah. I don't know. If we we might honestly talk about this when we talked about all of Taylor Swift's albums. But like, who do we think getaway car is about? Because I really fully in my heart think I know, but I've seen other people disagree. Like I thought it was obvious, and then other people don't have the same opinion as me. So I'm just curious what you guys think. If you had to, I mean, assuming it's about one one person. Assuming it's about one person, I would have put my money on Tom, uh, what's his face? Tom Hiddleston? Yes. I agree. That's also who I think. That's who I would have Do you agree with us, or do you not know? I have no idea. Like, I've never looked into that kind of thing. I just go with whatever people tell me it is. Fair enough. 
Fair. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, a lot of the time, don't. Ever since, like, before Joe and Tom and all of that, and Calvin, Calvin Harris was the first time I, like, started, like, paying attention. Yeah, caring a little bit more. Joe Jonas a little bit, because there's so many songs yeah, it, out of that. I think, like, retroactively, like, I know who a lot of songs are about now. Yeah. But, like, but in the time, the time, yeah, I think Calvin Harris was about the time I really started to even pay attention or care. Yeah. Um, because, um, yeah, like, we were in early high school when 1989 came out, and, like, that yeah, was exactly. when, when Calvin Harris and her were together. Like, I guess kind of when Harry's, I guess kind of Harry Styles might have also been when I started to care. It was when she was dating Harry Styles. Not that I cared about Harry Styles particularly. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm a way bigger fan of Harry Styles now than I was at any point when One Direction Agreed. was together. Um, I just kind of, like, missed the boat on all of that. Um, like, I did most things um, that were popular. <laughs> like, you know, I, I missed the Jonas Brothers and Justin Bieber. I missed all those all those trends. Um, I had a Jonas Brothers pencil it. case. Fair so, enough. <laughs> I love. That. I mean, it in in like grade four. It was it, yeah. It was pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> yeah. popular girl who. I mean, obviously, I had to put a dance with the hands tie one in here. Of course. <laughs> um, I kiss you as the lights went out, swaying as the room burned down. I'd hold you as the water rushes in. If I could dance with you again, I love this song so much. Like that. The, like those lyrics in particular, I really like. But honestly, like, this song is just like to me about like two people who like almost had a relationship or had a relationship when they were like really young, and then like mm-hmm. it just like went down and like you know it like burnt to the ground and then like you know like years later it's like it kind of like got like back to december vibes almost like it's yeah. like a like a regret song almost like you know like mm-hmm. i wish i could go back to this time of like innocence in my life where we were together and we were happy but like we can't get that back like i would give anything to get back to this like good relationship that we have but like i know that we can't yeah, and, I don't know. I just really uh-huh. like it. It's a really good yeah. song. Yeah, and like I, I see a whole whole movie when I listen to the song in my head. There's a whole movie <laughs> in there. And then I have one more. Um, it's from I did something bad. They're burning all the witches, even if you aren't one. They've oh. got pitchforks and proofs, receipts and reasons. They're burning all the witches, even if you aren't one. So light me up. So good. So I think <laughs> better in the live versions of this song, but mm-hmm. still bang and on the recorded versions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But on the live versions of this song, it's, like, a little bit more echoey, almost. Like, the way she sings it is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they lift her up, and there's, like, when she says, light me up, there's, like, lightning that strikes her uh-huh. on the screen behind her. It is so good, honestly. Like, Incredible. It is, it is a full mood. But, yeah, those are some, like, yeah, good highlight lyrics that I thought, thought really nailed, like, what this <laughs> album was great for. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that you did that, because... That's yeah. one of the most powerful things about her albums, I think, is the like the lyrics and the way things are written and why things are written the way they are. So, her, like picking lyrics is such a good way to show that. Yeah, yeah and, like I knew, I know Reputation Faith's like least favorite album. So I knew I had a critical audience. Um, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that yeah, it's on the lower end for sure. I knew I had to bring some good proof <laughs> as to why I thought it was my favorite. I love that. Um, so I went for lyrics because that really is Taylor's strong suit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am really excited though. I think I'm with Faith. I am also going to go listen to the Hunter Brothers album tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, um, I love that so much. Because I know like a lot of people have like seen the Hunter Brothers in concert and everybody agrees with everything Moira said about them. So yeah. I just haven't never got there because I'm always behind on everything. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, honestly, I feel that. I'm always behind on everything. Do we want to do some impromptu, like, uh, runner-ups? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, off the, 
top of your head runner ups. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't play <laughs> anything. Didn't, um, yeah, write anything. But like I said, uh, Evermore was probably second. Me as well. And then mm-hmm. all the rest of Tiller's Swift's album. <laughs> like, Lover, I love a lot. And Speak Now is was also like my middle school kind of early, 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 like, um, like elementary ish school album. So yeah. that. It means a lot to me, too. Oh, my goodness. I thought of one. That's why I said this, and I forget it. Um, when We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish. Such That's a good a, album, too. That's good. Such a journey. I'm a pretty passive Billie Eilish fan. Like, I've never been, like, super into her. Uh-huh. But when I hear one of her songs, I'm always like, this is pretty good. I'm <laughs> obsessed. She's so amazing. I love that. <laughs> scrolling I'm through my album. Yeah, I'm letting you have a minute to think about it. Yes. Let's all think for a second. I also love, what is it called? I'm looking it up here. Uh, Intertwined by um, Dodie is an amazing album. Love that a lot. Blurry Face by 21 Pilots was really a high school mood. Got me through a lot of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. Yeah, but those are, and maybe folklore, but evermore, more so. That is fair. Um, I'm excluding everything on my list that um, is a musical or a soundtrack. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I almost said, like, yeah, some soundtracks, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's its own thing. That's I'll, its own thing, for or sure. Or else I definitely would have Hamilton instead of yes. doing a Taylor Swift thing. Yes. yes. For me, um, I thought about doing Gaslighter by the Chicks. Ooh, that's a good mm-hmm. one, too. Yeah. I also thought about doing Home by the Chicks, because Home is, like, the main, like, Chicks album that I, like, grew up with. Mm-hmm. And then Evolution by Sabrina Carpenter. <gasps> I still love this album. album to this day. Like, she's had a couple more albums since then, but Evolution's still my favorite. Yeah. That's the one that when Morgan and I lose um, cell service for an hour and a half on the drive home from school, <laughs> we listen to that album. That's amazing. It's really good. I'll add Wide Open Spaces by the Chicks to my list as well. The Chicks Ooh, are so good. Yeah. Since that was one that I grew up with. Because it's, like, one of my mom's mm-hmm. favorites, so yeah. I know every single song on that one. My favorite album does change a lot based on, like, what, what's new. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or, like, what I'm listening to. Um, I've been listening to Volume 1 from Radio Company, like, mm. nonstop for, like, the last, like, two or three weeks now. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure once Volume 2 comes out, it'll be out by the time this episode of the podcast comes out. I'll switch to that, but, like, I just need Jensen Ackles singing forever, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My That's new lifeblood. Everybody who has me on Snapchat has just been getting, like, <laughs> like bits and pieces of different songs. Yeah. I mean, because yeah, so why not? <laughs> um, The Best Damn Thing by Avril Lavigne was the album I lived off of before I discovered mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. I love that. So yeah, that would definitely be a favorite as well. And I'm just gonna look up. She did another album before that too. Let Go was the other album that she had. Ooh, I love that um, Yeah, those are really good. I mean, all of her albums have been really good. Uh-huh. But like, definitely, um, like Let Go and Best Damn Thing were like the two that I like lived off of before I discovered Taylor Swift. And then like her newest album that came out in 2019, Head Above Water, is also really good. Mm-hmm. That was really good. But yeah, I think I think those would be some of my favorites. Like if I had to like yeah. put an album on and listen to a whole album, like those would be some of the ones I would pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I definitely could have chosen any Taylor Swift song, Taylor Swift album, mm-hmm. and yeah, justified it. Yeah, yeah. Same. I just didn't <laughs> want to list them all off since Faith had just listed them all. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> 
I almost did um, Thank You by Megan Trainer. Ooh, that, that album. I love that album. I also almost did uh, Lifelines by I Prevail. Completely different genre, but uh, that's that. a really good. Yeah. Getting, um, some, getting some recommendations. Heck yeah. <laughs> what else? I feel like I have another one. Hang on. Okay. I mean, if you think of another one, you can definitely say it. But I've been listening to a lot of follow boy and panic at the disco lately Ooh, well, oh, remember lovely. in episode one and two when i didn't hadn't listened to any of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's kind of a long way um i had an awakening since then at school <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i figured we weren't probably doing ender segments really yeah so, we're um, not this week yeah, i'll probably impromptu listen off in a bit here enders here mm-hmm. oh pray for the wicked by panic at the disco is not my listen to oh. a lot that's, that's a, such a good that's album. A good um, I listen to High Hopes a lot. I listen to a lot of songs on there. Um, I have a lot of songs saved off of that album. Um, and then Fall Out Boy, see if I can find some like specific albums I like. I'm just like obsessed with Patrick Stump's voice, honestly. <laughs> that's <laughs> fair. Honestly, all, all of these. Um, American Beauty, American Psycho. I mean, that's obviously has centuries on it, so obviously I listen to that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fall From Under the Cork Tree has like six songs on it that I listen to all the time. <laughs> But honestly, yeah. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen Taylor Swift performing with Fall Out Boy at the 2013 Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, highly recommend. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Go listen to that video a lot. Like, I watch that video, like, at least once a month. And then it, there's a little trinity of videos that I watch. So I watched that. Then I watched Taylor Swift performing the rock version of We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, which better be oh. on the red re-release. Yeah. So good. Then I usually follow that up with Heart of Glass by Miley Cyrus. Mm, Ooh, so good that's so good because i think that miley cyrus was wasted on country for too long this is where she was meant to be <laughs> i love miley cyrus but i just listen to like songs i don't listen to specific albums me too that's fair. Me too. i don't mm-hmm. like a specific miley cyrus album i listen to i just like mm-hmm. a song here or there after listening to heart of glass there's no reason that girl should have been stuck doing country for so long <laughs> i guess she made a whole like disney channel career about it and like that was good for her honestly but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, that she should have been doing music like this the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can't really make a 13-year-old to do music like this. Yeah. But it's really good. Um, but yeah, those are some other albums that I definitely get picked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amazing. Sorry mm-hmm. to put you guys on the spot, but I was curious what was... Yeah. <laughs> no, we had, we <laughs> what were some other go. options? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess I will outro us. Sure. I guess I, I'll go through the other segments. So we're not doing other segments this week, but I'm just going to do a quick run through of what they are, because we do usually do them every week. So our first one is Love It or Lose It, which is one thing we loved and one thing we would like to get rid of. Um, we just talked about our favorite albums, so we told you our least favorite and most favorite songs on them. So that's coming. Yeah. We did that. You don't need to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> and then we usually do randomized rankings, which is where we choose five mainish characters at random and rank them. We didn't have to talk about any characters. We just talked about some celebrities, so we're not doing that. We didn't even reach five, so we're not doing that one. Yeah. And then our last one is I Would Name My Kid That, which is the best baby names inspired by that media. And unless some of these songs inspired us to name our children, I don't think we're doing that one this week either. Yes. Meet my new baby, New Romantics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to name your kid New Romantics, Faith, I would support you. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I would do it. I would do that for you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't, but <laughs> but thank you. And I already did a middle of the show recommendation. Did anyone else have any other recommendations they thought of while we were talking? 
No, I think no. I think all those albums were kind of some good recommendations. Go and listen to all the stuff that we talked about. Yeah, so any of the yeah. artists. Yeah, it was amazing, amazing music that we talked about. And thus concludes our episode for this week. Tune in next week for another thrilling installment of Series of Opinions podcast. We're going to be watching the first and then the final episode of Modern Family, and we're going to try and piece together the middle using our best context clues <laughs> <laughs> and critical thinking skills. I think KJ here to add, we're also going to be watching the first and last episodes of The Office because we needed a little bit more content for next week. So we're going to be watching both Modern Family and The Office. Let us know what you thought about this week's episode. Leave us a review because that really helps uh, people to find us or get in touch with us and let us know what you thought on our social media. Our email is seriesofopinionspod at gmail.com. We are at seriesofopinionspod on Tumblr and Instagram. We are Series of Opinions on Facebook and Series of Opinion with no S on Twitter. I am life messes of KJ on everything and I'm happy to talk about literally anything you want to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) I am at Miss Faith Ann on everything and at Faith Ann Art for all of my art. And I'm Moira underscore Frisk on everything. Thank you to Faith Ebert for our logo. Editing by Editing KJ. This episode was written, produced, and recorded by us. And I just wanted to give a little shout out to Editing Moira, who's done the last, I don't know, four to six episodes for me. And this is the first one I've done in a while. And it was a lot harder than I remembered. So thank you to her and all the work she's been putting in lately. It's been making my life a lot easier. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.